I am streaming live according to the tweet. I see myself on Mixer. I see myself on Facebook. I mean, not Facebook. Periscope. DLive. I am on Facebook. And it should be on YouTube as well. Nice. We're going to let the stream ride a little bit. Make sure it doesn't drop. You know, you notice yesterday's stream did not drop. Thursday's stream. It is Friday today. It's, it's May 1st. And I'm going to get to that. But... Joel sacrificed Jesse Lee Peterson's show this morning so that yesterday's hate stream would not drop. That's what my theory is. Because uh, a few minutes into the Jesse Lee Peterson show, today, it dropped. And sorry, guys, we, the computer caught corona. And the second week is a real bad situation. The computer could die. So just be careful, guys. And gals. And it is, the computer is a male computer. And males are more susceptible to the corona than females, I heard. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, it's looking good. It's Friday, May 1st, 2020. Can you believe it? Um, six, six months away, huh? A little more than six months until we vote for Trump to be reelected. And, uh, Make sure you do it. And I am wearing my Hake Report t-shirt, and it says, la la la. And it is pretty clear that if you're looking at it, if you know it's there, you see la 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 coming across. Shout out to Lock Your Door for the design. Thank you, man. Jesse called the ego <laughs> to wear my, my face on my shirt. Uh, he sometimes wears his face on his shirt. <laughs> so, stream's looking good. What do you say, Joel? Shall we start this show? Uh, Not yet. <laughs> He's pausing. Uh, more Let's give it a few more seconds. So, welcome to Periscope. I see YouTube and DLive, the faithful many, and the faithful few on Periscope. Let me open up my Periscope on my iPad. And uh, I see we are on Mixer and Facebook. And shout out to Jib Jab. He followed me on Twitch. That's cool. Thanks, man. Very supportive guy. He's cool. And uh, I met Jib Jab. Good guy. And dang, I already have a super sticker from Jib Jab. A purple cat. Is that the one that looks like a black cat? I'm not sure. Wow. There's a ton of stuff. Let me just read a few super chats and then we'll go live. Uh, King Alpha Nerd says, Wake and Hake. Gotta show the white man some love. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You black. Um, oh, man. Is it Tabor or Tabor? Or Tabor? <laughs> Jay Eaton. You tell me every time, man. Says English language equals two. Joel Friday equals zero. <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly, but it's funny. Jib Jab says wait for it. And yeah, I thought it was a black cat, but I guess it's a... They're calling it a purple cat, but it looks black to me. I think Jib Jab is the one who's jinking, jinxing us. Is that a is that a pagan term, jinx? And Jib Jab gave another couple of bucks and said, "Clear for takeoff, baby." <laughs> nice. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get started with this show because I have some stuff to cover. A lot. One, two, three, four. Oh. Oh, it's the Hague Report, 
Take the board. La la la. Hey guys! So, what's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is, like I said, it's May Day. It's communist holiday. It's the first of the month. So get up, get up, get up. No wonder blacks are commies, are susceptible to communism. Don't you guys know it's against your interest to be communist? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> I always reference that, that dumb, well, it's not dumb, that nice rap song. From the Bone Thugs. Because it's the first. On the first. That's when you guys get your government cheese. Or money. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't think I ever got it. We had to eat plain cereal. We would put honey on it. <laughs> we didn't get sugar cereal. Until my little brother was born. Who was considered the first grandchild. We got so spoiled after that. I think that's because my dad had written books and the book money started taking off. So my mother's like, ah, we can buy sugar cereal now. And plus we have our first grandchild, which is the youngest son. He was born when she was 40. (laughs) So white. What was white? I forget what was white. Cereal with honey. Cereal with honey on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Plain cereal with honey. It'll get whiter. Cheerios. Yeah. (laughs) Cheerios with honey on it. And my, my... Actually, it was funny because, like, the first two kids, my oldest brother and sister, seven and five years older than me, and then um, they thought that the third child, my older brother, was spoiled, and then they thought I was real spoiled, and then (laughs) Robert, we all knew he was spoiled. (laughs) He got to turn on the TV whenever he wanted. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember I would do do this with the honey. I'm doing, like, lines, wouldn't we? And then I do crisscross yeah. the other way, and then I do a, a spiral oh, yeah. the you other want, way. You wanted some sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember my 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 dad had a girlfriend, and the girlfriend was white, <laughs> and uh, she used to eat only. She used to only bring over uh, what's those the with the rooster on them. Oh, Kellogg's cornflakes. Corn, corn, corn flakes. No, is it cornflakes or special K? Oh, it's my think it's cornflakes. Cornflakes. Yeah. Special K to <laughs> Kicks. And I used to never touch those cereals. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks had a little bit of sweetness to it. They had a little, yeah, a little, a little, <laughs> you know, but it was just not the. Not, I used to throw extra sugar in it. Nice. Because I came from them. <laughs> I got it so bad that I would have. You know how you know how eggnog is kind of like milk, right? I would put eggnog. In my mixed with milk, in my sugar cereal, that was when we were about, that was, we were spoiled by then. But I didn't think of spoiled as being uh, having stuff. I thought of it as the attitude that you had. So I so I it took me a a bit before I realized, dang, I'm spoiled because uh-huh. I used to think of spoiled kids as being snobby or jerks or just having this entitled attitude but um i think spoiled is when you're um taking care of beyond what you're supposed to be taking care of and anyways uh, you be nice and spoiled <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody who's living with their parents after 18 i guess according to jesse is spoiled i think 
And I think he may have a point with that. Yeah. I think a lot of people are spoiled and they don't realize it. They think they're poor. Yeah. But people do people are not poor. And this brings me to my point about Communist Day, right? Um and I told you that Jesse Lee Peterson, he tells this story and I'm stealing it. He said that he used to be a union organizer and he used to be a recruiter. So he would go after, well, I don't know about if he said he was a recruiter, but they would target the angry employees within a hospital, right? I, get, I don't know, or whatever. At any workplace, you target the angry employees and turn them pro-union, so-called disgruntled ones. And most of the time, they're not the best workers. In fact, probably 0% of the time are they the best workers. I could be wrong. And I know that there are some of you guys who are in unions and you're good workers or whatever. But I'm telling you that it has been a... The, the commies or the evil people will use anything for evil. And the unions... The so-called workers, this, identi- this false identification with workers, um, is a ploy, th- this heroes thing, I think, this uh, healthcare worker heroes thing, is a ploy to um, ingratiate evil people with, uh, with people who are working, because then they can be exploited. The people who are so-called working, right? International Workers' Day is what today is called, according to evil people. Google <laughs> and all that. May Day. And Workers' Day, it's a deceptive misnomer. Yes, they are working. Yes. But as you degrade and degenerate the morality of the people, the workers don't become better workers. They're not looking out for the good of themselves and their company. They're not showing proper appreciation for the employer. And the employer is kind of corrupt too because society is becoming corrupt. I admit that. But stay away from Antifa and their ilk. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, spoiled. Spoiled people. Jesse Lee Peterson has made the point that blacks are spoiled. And yet they have this so-called poverty rate. But if you think about it, poverty in America, especially unless you're in the Appalachian Mountains, I guess, so-called poor people are spoiled. We used to think, we used to see over down in El Monte, right? El Monte, they would all have, back when it was kind of not that cheap, they would all have satellite dishes to get the best entertainment, right? Or they would have, the, a lot of the blacks would have Air Jordans around these different and, and Jordans are not cheap. Jordan shoes. <laughs> and so they, ha- and they get expensive cars and show off the ex- stuff that decreases in value, but it makes you look good or makes you pumped up full of ego or you're into entertainment, which is feeding the ego, right? And so people are spoiled and don't know it. They think they're poor. And they're, they, so they get angry and they think there's racism and whites and all these, the rich are the problem. Jealousy, envy, covetousness. Like I said, um, all this commie stuff is all about breaking the Ten Commandments. Coveting your neighbor's stuff. Your neighbor being the rich guy. (laughs) And the rich people are no saints either. So then you have a bunch of evil people fighting evil people. 
Amazon workers versus Amazon. And Amazon is kind of an evil company, so it's hard. You don't want to take sides with any of them, really. Because the workers are no good either. At least the ones striking and taking sides with these commies. Or at least they're useful idiots. They don't realize what they're doing. But Antifa and their ilk are violent, evil people. Exceptions to the rule. But, yeah, a lot of people spoiled and don't know it. And also, this is a, like... A PSA, a public service announcement. Stay away from angry people in general and angry blacks, including angry blacks who threaten you. And anyone who threatens you, stay away from them. Cut that off. Right away. Don't even fool around with it. Because people are crazy. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, see, for example, I have pictures of this beautiful lady. Well, pretty lady, anyway. <laughs> She's 45. She's dead. Female postman who got killed. She was threatened, according to her, by some, the lady of the house at a house where this crazy chihuahua was nipping at her heels or whatever, not st staying away. And this one woman is a, a strawberry blonde, as somebody corrected me. <laughs> I don't know. She has kind of dark roots, but... Yeah, this lady, her name was, what was it, Angela, I think it's Angela Summer. Yep, Summers. Summers. And she was a female post mail carrier. And she, I think she used to work in sales for 15 years. And then she became a, a mail lady. And this is her with her daughter. I guess it's a daughter. <laughs> But a uh, nice white, um, I don't know if she's nice, right? Redheads or hotheads, right? <laughs> and it sounded like maybe she was a hothead, but I don't know. But she was fun. She was like a fun person. Made people laugh, friendly. People liked her. Mailman, a female ma mailman. And she got into this confrontation with these um, blacks in Indianapolis, Indiana, where she was on her route, mail carrying route. Or root. <laughs> R-O-U-T-E. I don't know how to pronounce it. And she got killed because the blacks weren't controlling their dog, their chihuahua. I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they weren't that black. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. A lot of people have chihuahuas, and it's not just Mexicans anymore, right? <laughs> but anyways, um... The lady of the house. I told you guys about this in Hague News at the end of the first hour of the Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Check it out. Maybe I'll clip it and, and put it on my channel. Um, this, the, according to this white woman, the, the so-called self-described lady of the house, a woman, yells at her, Brit, deliver my dang male B-word. <laughs> And don't spray my dog anymore, or I'll spray you with the mace. Because she had to spray the dog twice. She had to tell the kids who were out with the dog, Hey, gather up the dog and a couple of adults, and don't talk to my kids. I'll kick your A, B-word. I'll kick your white B-A. B-word, A-word. <laughs> to, to Probably to Jesse. No, neither of those things are really bad words. <laughs> but times have changed, so I have to respect it, right? I grew up like that. I grew up where the B word and the A word were all bad. 
I'm not going to tell you about what, what I thought about the N-word. <laughs> but this lady, I don't know if it was related or not, that incident that she described on social media two days before she was killed, a couple days later she passes by the place, according to the, the suspect. The suspect follows her, 21-year-old black man with a tattoo of maybe a woman's name over his eyebrow and tattoos on his neck. Do you have that one? There he is. He looks so innocent. I mean, he doesn't look innocent, but the look on his face, he's so young. He doesn't, well, I mean, he does look like he could probably hurt somebody, but the look on his face is kind of innocent looking, right? Joel, maybe? <laughs> you look pretty delicate to me, but. I mean, you, you, look at the, you look at the tattoos and yeah. the black style hair and all that. Yes. But the look on his face, you can tell he's only like 21. Right, you can tell he's young. Yeah. And you can tell that he's still got like kind of a innocent boyish baby-ish face, I think. In my opinion, he doesn't look hardened for sure, right? And yeah, he he had a gun inside of his pants. <laughs> and he followed her, bring give me my mail. And he doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand that they're not allowed to give you mail if they give you these, um, you know, control your dog, sign this letter about your dog before we're going to give you your mail. I guess that's the policy, right? And typical white woman following the rules, right? So she ignores him. He goes up to another house's porch where she's delivering mail. She turns around and maces him because she's, he's, she's being followed. And he pulls a gun and shoots her and kills her. He's like, I didn't, I mean, I meant to scare her, not kill her. <laughs> Crazy. This was covered by Drudge, too. So, that's a warning. Let that be a warning. Not to mess around. Once, two days earlier, she was threatened by this woman. You don't mess around with that. She works for the federal government. She could say, hey, I was threatened. I don't want to go to this thing anymore, this uh, whatever anymore. But maybe she was, I don't know what's wrong with her. I don't know what, what was in her mind, if she didn't take it seriously or what. But I, uh, you kind of have to victim blame as well as perpetrator blame in all cases, I think. Because if you don't victim blame, then other people don't learn, right? Doesn't it make sense that she shouldn't have gone out there again? I think. Plus, size the person up that you're going to mace. I don't know. I was saying size the person up that you're going to mace. Because, as Joel said, even though he did have a baby face, he was, he had the look, the body, the, the <laughs> physical graffiti on his, on his neck. By graffiti, I'm talking about tattoos. On his neck and face. And wild black person hair. I meant that, like the braids, African braids, as Jesse calls them. <laughs> and at the same, well, at the same time, it's like you do, and I get what you're saying because you don't also just want to just judge them off of that, you right? Know? You kind of want to just give them a little credit, but I think you're right when you say that you, the victim, you should victim blame and perpetrator blame, just yeah. to make sure that you were doing all because it's so easy to slip into well, he or she, you exactly. Know? Teach men not to rape kind of stupid right, stuff. Right. <laughs> and most of the time these people crying rape have were not even really raped. 
They just right. had sex, sex in a way that they didn't really want, maybe. Right. And you can sympathize with that. I mean, I can a little bit, I guess. Right. I haven't experienced anything like that. <laughs> but people are so yeah. stupid. They, there's this liberal thing called victim blaming, and stupid academics came up with it. And it's basically, uh, I think it was made up by these people that I call commies, right? These academics who don't want responsibility and s yeah. learning how to protect yourself and be street smart. They want to be academic smart. <laughs> and that's not smart. So What a mess. Yeah, it is. Such a shame. So be, be smart, guys and gals. So anyways... Um, before I get to calls, appreciate you guys calling in. 888-775-3773. I will get I have some interesting calls ahead for you. About the unions and spoiled people and all that mess. Let me just point out, you've probably noticed this. Democrats, and we all know Democrats are evil, right? And most Republicans are too, right? But d Democrats accuse Republicans of politicizing. Have you noticed that? I've noticed it because I read the news a little bit. Politicizing issues when they're the Democrats are the ones politicizing. And yes, a lot of Republicans are rhinos, so they play politics rather than right and wrong. But politics are their religion because they, they don't believe in God. They pretend to, but they don't. They don't believe in like the real God. Many of us don't believe in the real God either, so we get sucked into their religion and we start playing by their rules and sucked into their intellectual dumb arguments that's why i really love listening to n n not so intellectual people like president trump who just goes straight for he does fall into the politics thing now and then but he goes straight for the truth he has like a a big picture view of what's going on and he tells the truth and it doesn't it and it isn't always 100% factual because he's getting at the truth of the matter, what's really going on. So you may not have all the detail, piddly little details right. And same thing with Jesse. He doesn't care about your dumb intellectual arguments, egg-headed arguments. He cares, he cares about getting to the heart of the matter. That was my uh, sound effect and, and gesture at cutting straight to the heart of the matter. Might have not have been the right sound effect. But... <laughs> And so it kind of feels weird for me to say believe in God and stuff like that. But these, you can look at the difference between these people. And so this, this, um, these dumb Democrats and probably rhinos too talk about, oh, you're politicizing an issue. Or they accuse other people of politicizing an issue. It falls flat. Nobody's, I'm not falling for it. I don't think that most people would really fall for it except for the intellectual female-minded ones. For example, this vote-by-mail thing that Michelle Obama is pushing. And is it Bill and Melinda Gates? Are they the ones? Oh, no. It's actors. Uh, Tom Hanks. I might have said Tom Cruise by accident. Somebody corrected me in the chat. Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, because they supposedly got coronavirus over in um, Australia. And so they're like, oh, if I was sick, I would still want to be able to vote. Because normally you have to vote in person, I guess. And so they want to push vote by mail, make it easy for corrupt people to send in fraudulent votes and 
just all this mess. They want the masses, the dirty, unwashed masses, right? I don't know where, I don't know if that's a real term, but the masses of idiots, the mob, to be voting for what they, who they want to be voting for. I'm getting a call from somebody who should know that I'm on air. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Um, where was I? Oh, coronavirus thing. I said the vote by mail stuff. That's an example. And they said, voting should not be pol- a politicized issue. Of course it's a politicized issue. These people are the most politicized people in the world because they know that the, the more idiots who vote, the more people who they would vote if it were more convenient, meaning the lazy people... <laughs> Most of the lazy people who don't vote are Democrats. Blacks included, <laughs> by the way, just a side note. But, um, and illegals and uh, anchor babies, not the nice kind, not the Nick kind. <laughs> um, our rights to great guns. They want to hamper those rights, right? And they think, oh, you're politicizing. They accuse the NRA which is not per- a perfect organization because it doesn't defend our, our right completely, right? But they're, they're long established and whatever. Um, all those things are politically motivated issues for the liberals. Anyways, so I just wanted to point out that this, oh, you're politicizing. No, they're the ones. They accuse you of what you're doing, of what they're doing. Isn't that interesting? Um... Oh, man. Real quick. Real quick. (laughs) I have a story, a brief story of fake news from Wikipedia. And you guys know that Wikipedia is biased. But it's just an interesting story that I came across. Um, As you guys know, Bill Lockwood of who is a regular on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He appeared on Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month, on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He has... I got a sneak peek at his um, at his show that's coming out on uh, Saturday. He's on Saturdays, right? It's pre-recorded. And he interviewed this man who is a... Um, who wrote a book called The Civil War Was Not About Slavery. Something to that effect. This historian. Historian has written about World War II, he's written about Nazis, he's written about the South and slavery and the Civil War, or whatever you want to call it, the so-called Civil War, I don't know. But um, I looked him up on Wikipedia, this guest, and I'm blanking on his name. I'll tell it to you maybe on Sunday. But... I'm looking on Wikipedia. He has a Wikipedia. It's pretty, like, short. Not a lot to it. But then I get to this interesting section where they include some quote or paraphrase from a liberal, because this guy is presumably sort of more conservative, who's supposedly fact-checking his work, this man's work. Talking about the Civil War and Germany and all that stuff, right? And this liberal who's fact-checking is labeled a historian. 
by Wikipedia in this Wikipedia article about this man who is a guest on, uh, on Bill Lockwood's show. This fact checker, right? They call him a historian. And so then I mosey on over to this man, this historian's page. His name is Lee Baker, this so-called historian, according to Wikipedia, fake news Wikipedia. I have a couple pictures of this historian, so-called historian. I go to his Wikipedia page, and it says that he's not a historian. What? He's actually a cultural anthropologist. And we all know that historians have a liberal bent because they are academics, they're intellectuals, they don't love to be um, for the truth. They like so-called facts and then they tinge it to their, they twist it to their thing. Show a couple pictures of this guy. They're like black and white. Lee Baker. Lee Baker, I think. Yeah, there he is. Would you trust a guy like that? <laughs> he doesn't look right. In my opinion. Does not look right. I trust the white historian compared to this. This guy is mixed and he's uh, struggled with his identity. I think he has a little bit of black in him. They didn't really say. But he's wearing a bow tie which makes me think, oh, black. <laughs> black intellectual. Because the bow tie wearers don't like to wear neckties because they resemble a noose. And blacks don't like nooses. <laughs> But Lee Baker, he, he's not a historian. He's a cultural anthropologist. And he's using vague terms, by the way, in this so-called fact check. They didn't call it a fact check, but I'm just using that term because it's a liberal term. Of this... Let me get the guy's name. I'll pull it up. I'll pull up the, the person's name. But um, they're calling that... They're calling it as though he's fact-checked him, right? And he did not. He did not, he did no such thing, really. His name, this guy's name is Samuel Mitchum, the good guy. The guy whom Bill Lockwood was interviewing. Samuel Mitchum, author of It Wasn't About Slavery, Exposing the Great Lie of the Civil War. And he wrote about Germany, right? He wrote about, um, he's written maybe dozens of books, this guy, Samuel Mitchum. He's in his early 70s. Kind of like President Trump and kind of like Jesse Lee Peterson. Interesting person. And this dumb guy who's in his early 50s, Lee Baker, no respect for uh, his elders. <laughs> no respect for the white man, really. Calls his stuff um, outdated. Secondhand sources. Most sources are secondhand, honestly. And then um, obsolete. Using obsolete views from the Cold War. And I bet you those views from the Cold War are not, in fact, obsolete. They're just not as, let's call it, commie-influenced. Does that make sense? Because um, I bet you that this guy, Samuel Mitchum, is more old-school and closer to common sense and truth and reality as opposed to the propaganda that we learn about in history, which is becoming more and more SJW-tinged, anti-white, anti-men, anti-Christian, all that stuff. Anti-toughness. Uh, <laughs> so, 
hopefully that makes sense to you, Wikipedia, calling somebody a historian to support this guy's, uh, I don't know, his position in pretending to knock out uh, a real historian's writing. Just kind of interesting. Check out, check it out. Uh, check it out tomorrow. I'll share it on my channel. All right. So let me get to some calls. And I have more California mess. Governor Newsom is being, is pretending that he cares about the health of the people. He's a fake. Um, let me first get to Eric out of Los Angeles, California. Eric, what's up? Hi, James. All is well. How are you doing? Doing fine. How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All is well. Cool. So um, I heard you um, speaking about this, this thing about being spoiled. Yeah. It reminded me of um, uh, when I was growing up. I was a child. I met, met some friend of my parents. And they, we were kind of having the tell me about yourself conversation. And I told them that I was spoiled. Oh, uh, wow. And they said, well, no, you're not. If you say that, then you're not. Right. Isn't and I that remember a... being very confused by that yep. for a little while. But, le- but obviously, you know, I kind of figured it out. And that really stuck with me. Yeah. So when I heard you, what you said, I thought that you were right the first time around, that it's, a, that it's an attitude thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's not really material, right? You could raise a child with way more material stuff, but if they're not, if you raise them to be grateful for that material stuff, but not attached to it, yeah. uh, which obviously you would do by example and not by intellectually explaining that to them, yeah. uh, then I guess they would be less spoiled than a child who had less stuff, but were raised to not appreciate it. Right. Yeah, that's true. But my point in it was that um, I didn't realize that I wasn't, that I was supposed, I kind of knew, but I didn't follow through with it, that I was supposed to become an independent, on my own man, Mm. come adulthood. And so instead I had, Everybody else around me was doing it, you know, all the immigrant friends and, and even like, I had a white friend, I have, I have a white friend who's a liberal and his mother says that she was out at 18, but yet she allowed him to stay at her home with, you know, both of his parents um, until like his mid to late 30s. And only now is he moved out. It's crazy. Yeah. And um, so there's, there's a weird thing where people are being spoiled and they may not have this, have this um, extreme attitude that nobody wants to hang around them because they're that spoiled rich kid that, you know, you see caricatures of them on TV and stuff. But they are spoiled still. And so that's what I mean is because there's... A lot of people who are given stuff beyond what they're even supposed to be given. That's so deep, James. You've made me see myself because um, I did have nice stuff growing up and all that. Uh, and but I, I later, I guess, I figured, well, that doesn't that was didn't necessarily spoil me, right? Yeah. But as regards what you're saying about yourself, exactly the same here. I totally spoiled in that. Yeah. Like, 40 years old, and I, and I, and I, yeah, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Jinx, 
is not a pagan word. Okay. It's a, of relatively recent. Um, there are different etymological theories, and some of that could kind of connect to uh, witchcraft and stuff. Yeah. But the actual word as we use it is a modern development, and it came out of the USA and baseball, apparently. Oh, wow. So I did, I did a little um, research when you said that. Baseball uh, people believe in luck. And then wh while I was... Um, while I've been waiting, you you mentioned this thing about um, Big Mama oh, uh, yeah. and her cohorts. Oh yeah, voting must not be politicized. Right. You know what's so amazing about that is it's the it's the least it's complete nonsense, right? This is how they work. They say things that are complete nonsense, right? And as long as you basically accept that that has any kind of meaning whatsoever, they kind of got you, right? Because if you think about it, voting is political. Right. So That's true. So how can you politicize something that is political? Very good point. That's deep. Isn't that the dumbest thing ever? Yeah. Yeah. That is... That's interesting. Right. Duh. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and watch out for it because it's, it's like a tactic, I think. Yeah. I mean, they may... You know, the tactics from Satan. So they may really think that they're saying something that means something. Yeah. Because they're deceived. Right. But it means absolutely nothing, and it's a, and it's a recurring theme. Yeah. Complete nonsensical, like, self-contradiction yep. in the whole thing. Wow. Great point, Eric. Thanks, I hadn't James. even thought well, of it. I'll, I'll, now that I've triumphed, I'll, I'll let you get on. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. Good Brilliant. to hear from you. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Let me get to Daniel out of Houston, Texas. Daniel. It's good to hear from you. What's up? Hi, James. It's good to hear from you as well. Um, I want to uh, uh, throw in my two cents about this uh, so-called historian or self-called historian Le who uh, was talking about the Civil War and um, how he said it wasn't about slavery. That, am I correct? That, that's, the, that's what he's going off of? Yeah, there's a guy who says, there's a guy who's going to be on Bill Lockwood's show, Samuel Mitchum. M-I-T-C-H-A-M. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it, well... <laughs> This is the lost cause argument that, you know, once um, the Confederacy had surrendered, uh, a lot of the lost cause writers started coming out, and a lot of them were, um, you know, former Confederates, and they kind of painted this lost cause picture of righteousness and states' rights, and that stuff has uh, kind of prevailed to this day, and it's kind of drawn attention to, you know, look at a counterfactual history of, well, what if this was the South, you know, um, really fighting for states' rights and all that. It's easy to say all these things when you don't look at what people were actually writing during the Civil War. When you look at diaries, accounts, newspapers, uh, generals, and their uh, their, doc their documentation, um, at the Confederate nationalism was very much to preserve their institutions, and at the forefront it was slavery. So it's easy to you know after the fact say okay well you know it wasn't really about slavery it was about preserving you know states' rights and their ability to maintain their institutions. Um, so so those, that's my two cents. Uh, a good historian and uh, a person who I would say is a historian is a guy named Gary Gallagher, who okay. teaches out of the uh, University of Virginia, and he has a series of lectures, and you can you can even purchase his lectures, but um. He goes very in-depth into both sides of the Civil War, you know, and at the national level and even all the way down to the individual level. And, you know, people who, uh, civilians, you know, what they were writing, as okay. well as, you know, you know the, the chain of command in the military. And he has a very good, lengthy lecture on General Lee's uh, high command, where he talks about the personality traits of all of General Lee's uh, core commanders. 
Well, let and, me uh, let me know what you think. Listen on Saturday, and let me uh-huh. know what you think of this guy. Yeah, yeah, All right. I, I will. I will. He sounds like a lost cause apologist. Uh, just yet another one. So. Yeah, I don't All know. Right. I don't. I don't really know much about the situation, but I know that there is a, a caricature going on in the present day of the South and Southerners and the Confederacy and all that stuff. And the Confederate yeah. and the caricature is is about basically maligning whites and Americans and the s- Southerners who are like Southern whites who are like some of the most decent people living today. Oh, absolutely. In America. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, when when you look at the Confederate nationalism and General Lee, I mean, he basically was a George Washington. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, the, the South had every when the Civil War started, it could have gone either way. And there were wars that were won at longer odds, and the South could have done it. And anyway, the, the spirit of the, the Civil War and the way it was able to continue on was from a single man, essentially. It was General Lee. He was the, the heart of the Confederacy. If you got Lee, you, you killed the Confederacy. Wow. Any, anyway. Appreciate uh, it, Daniel. Nice to hear from you, man. Take yeah. care. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't. I don't want to brush off what this guy is. Bill Lockwood likes him. I like him. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Uh, Dialectical Bear says, "Hate the snake" on the super chats. And Gail Manchester, thank you. With the uh, fox says, "Bravo." King Alpha Nerd says, "Also, Eminem forgave his mother twice with that cleaning out my closet, and has." His recent one, but I guess he lied. Yeah, a lot of people lie about having forgiven. That's true. Elfin says, proof that femoids shouldn't work and Liberia 2.0. I think he may be referring to this um, female mailman. Pretty lady. Should not have been in that neighborhood. Maybe she had a little bit of an attitude and that provoked the worst in these people too. Maybe. She looks like she could have an attitude. <laughs> I don't know if she was a single mother, but she had a 14, 15-year-old daughter. And uh, she looked fun, but got killed. What a shame. And yes, I think that is a daughter. <laughs> Anyways. What a mess. What a shame. I'm going to get to Igor and the other callers about nurses being heroes and all that mess. But something that Eric said about... This, these nonsensical statements being brought up and irrelevant uh, non sequiturs and stuff like that being brought up by Democrats, deceivers. There's this Newsom, Gavin Newsom, governor of California, who's having this showdown because he's catching heat. He, he announced yesterday that he wants to close, not wants to, that he's going to close the beaches all up and down the California coast. California's a big, nice state. Used to be anyways. And it has a lot of beaches. And especially, and including Orange County, California's coastline. Orange County is just south of of us here in Los Angeles. That way. And, uh, (laughs) And so, this is according to the far left AP so-called news outlet. Very far left. Evil people. But anyways, they're saying, they have some factual information. California Republicans are fighting against this guy. California Republicans are so weak 
And yes, I am a California Republican, but I'm not an elected official. I'm not an influence on the party, at least not at this point. I wasn't really thinking or planning about becoming one, but maybe you, maybe some of us should. But anyways, it's not going to be much of a showdown, I don't think, because the California Republicans are no- notoriously pathetic rhinos, right? And here's a quote. Here's that, this deceiving quote from uh, Newsom, Gavin Newsom, who should be singing with his cousin. <laughs> his cousin is this woman named Joanna Newsom. She has a nice voice. She plays harp. But anyways, he says, We've been consistent. We have been clear. We have been transparent, he said of his closure decision. What does that have to do with anything? The issue is, is it right to be closing the beaches? And the answer is no. He didn't say, I am right and this is why. Nope. He said, we've been consistent, clear, and transparent. That's not the issue. He's been oppressive. Nagging the people, trying to c- controlling, let's call it. And he's not an honest person. He's a Democrat. Democrats aren't honest. Um, especially one who gets to be governor of California. I don't know if there's been an honest governor of California. Was Reagan honest when he was governor? Was he a Democrat governor or Republican governor of California? That was before my time. But uh, same goes with Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger was governor of California. And yes, I voted for him. What a shame. He was... The illegals hated him. They called him a cabron. (laughs) That means... That means born before you're... Born... When your parents weren't married, <laughs> I think. But uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the actor, strong in body, but a weak character. A rhino. Fiscal conservative, right? Socially liberal, I guess. Bad about the immigration. All that mess. Um, Somebody says, uh, the new news says, you're the governor, James, when you become the governor of California, then you can control people. Yeah, I know, but you can't be closing down beaches. I don't think that that's right. You're not supposed to govern, you're not supposed to meddle and micromanage people's lives like that. That's evil. This is not the People's Republic of California, or is it? They They did take away our gun rights. Um... Anyways, there is a sheriff who will not take in, who will not take enforcement action, supposedly, right? I love these constitutional sheriffs, or these ones who are just somewhat sane. Huntington Beach votes to challenge Newsom's order. Huntington Beach is, that's, isn't that where the Beach Boys are from? I don't know. There's some bands that are from there. <laughs> Anyways, I was chuckling because I thought of this Asian rap group. That's saying, like a G6. And I think they're from Rosemead or somewhere. There's some bands that are like new and old from these cities around here. Anyways, Huntington Beach, uh, two females on this city council, Huntington Beach City Council, dissented, right? But the council did vote, city council of Huntington Beach, California. Yeah, jo- Joel likes it. I like it. That's where I went in the middle of the night one time to um, go swimming. It was fun. They will take any legal action to challenge the governor's executive order. The female mayor said, and I think she said something good. 
we're very concerned about if we happen to be the only Orange County beach open at that point, because then they'll be crowded, overrun. That would be very difficult on our marine safety officers, which is an understandable concern. I think all beaches should be open. How? Anyways, it's a healthy place. The sunlight, fresh air. OC Sheriff, Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes said that he won't, he hasn't seen the actual order, but he doesn't plan on taking enforcement action, at least in terms of, he says, quote, at least in terms of arrests. My intent is to seek voluntary compliance, Don Barnes said. I have no desire to enforce through arrest. Well, does that mean that he won't? Or he just doesn't have a desire to? I don't know. That's very, that's very rhino language, right? I don't know. We'll see. But, did I read this one? Umflov gave a diamond, I think, yesterday. Preach, brother, from across the pond. Thank you. Marcus V gave a diamond. Patrice O'Neill Griper gave a diamond. They are just like us. Smiley face. I don't know who you're talking about, Patrice O'Neill Griper, so it might be sarcastic. Gorgonzola says, this is for buttering me up. Nice, nice ankle baby. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah, I call him a nice ankle baby. Anchor baby. He calls it ankle. Um, Beard the Butcher says, great week of shows as always, buddy. Salute. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill Griper gave a diamond and said, did you check the early life section of the historian? You know, it was so short he didn't have an early life there. I don't think. This uh, Lee Baker but he could be one of those early life people. <laughs> but yeah, he's part black and whatever. Egghead is Earl's word. I don't know, Sion. I might have mentioned it and then he said it. I don't know who said it first. Which came first, Egghead from Earl or Egghead from James? Ludwig von Neon gave a diamond. Thank you. Patrice O'Neill Griper says, Collar is a snake. It wasn't about slaves. Yeah, maybe he just learned something, and once you learn something, you're going to repeat this thing that you learned, you think that you know it, and you're going to write somebody off as a, what does he call it? He's one of those lost cause guys. I don't know. I'm just leaving it as an I don't know. Because there was, there was something about slavery, but there is this false moral superiority about slavery nowadays. And we are worse today than when we had slavery. The Democrats today are worse than the Democrats of then. I'm not convinced the Democrats of then were... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what was going on back then. But I do know that the Democrats today are pure evil. Abortion is worse than slavery. Killing people? Killing babies? Hello? That's like the, the only innocent life that you can kill. They're killing it. And not in a good way. Back in the 90s, this is brief interlude before I get to calls. Dang, I have to get to calls. Back in the 90s, when, you, when somebody told you you killed it, means like, you killed my joy. You killed the... <laughs> Joel says you hate calls. You killed the... Uh, oh, I gotta get to calls, man. Um, killed it. You killed the joke, right? But nowadays, people say, oh, he's killing it, meaning he's doing a great job. They always switching stuff. A man ain't got no business switching. Back, there was another term that's gotten switched around, too. That, um, oh, 
Well, FTW used to mean F the world. It used to be a punk rock term. But now it means for the win. <laughs> Why are they switching? <laughs> Let me get to Igor, first-time caller out of South Carolina. Thanks for holding, Igor. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. Hey, can you hear me well? Yeah, you're sounding fine. All right. I have headsets and I'm a truck driver. That's why I wanted to make sure. Okay. Well, any, anyway, thank you for having me yeah. on today. You're welcome. And also, I appreciate uh, you and uh, Jesse Lee Peterson for being a voice in the time of evil. As it, as it is increasing, you, you're speaking up. You're not stopping. I appreciate that. Thank you. Cool. Um, uh, regarding the nurse, nurse hero, I wanted to respond. I heard you had a group discussion. I did watch the morning Jesse Lee Peterson show today. Yeah. And uh, you, uh, you had a topic where you discussed as a group about nurse hero. I worked as a nurse. Just a bit, bit of background about me. I worked as a nurse from 2008 till 2018, 10 years. Okay. And when I started nursing, I loved it. There was more common sense. Uh, people had an option to choose, uh, meaning specifically about the flu shot and about uh, immunization, immunity, how strong the immune system is. We had an oh, option yeah. when I started. And then as the time went on, evil increased, more mandatory rules came up, and things changed. And I didn't realize this because I was a beta, and I'm still working at it every day. Good. So, you know, and, uh, I worked as a nurse like 2012 full-time and initially they they said you have an option to either take a flu shot or you know decide whether you need it or not that, yeah. that was still like 2012 but as common sense decreased they were they were starting to mandate they were fear, fear increased they, they started saying well you don't have an option no more you got to either put a get, get a flu shot or wear a mask all day when you're working that wow. was the rule that was the rule until uh until today, from like 2012, maybe 2015, somewhere there, it started to increase. Yep. And as corruption increased, abortion increased, same-sex marriage increased, illegal illegal immigrants increased, all those common sense went out the window, and they started mandating stuff like uh, the immune system, you know, the, the herd. You also, I think somebody mentioned herd immunity. Was it you or Cole? Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. uh, back back in 2008, they believed in herd immunity. Now they, they believe that everybody is responsible. Even if their immune system is weak, you as a worker, regardless what your immune system do, if you exercise, if you go on the sun, if you take vitamins, none of that does none of that matters. All that matters is that you just follow our rules, take the shot. That's what makes you strong. Basically, the the, the flu shot is the god. You got to believe in the flu shot. If you don't, you got to wear a mask all day. And I just wanted to bring that uh, to bring that up. I think it's important for the viewers to hear this. Yeah, um, I've been silent silent about this very long, but I switched majors in 2008, 18, uh, and things are things are going well. Uh, I forgave my parents. Um, I truck drive now until I figure out what I want to do because I want to be more active, not just sit and drive all day. But uh, and just wanted to say thanks for being a voice. That's awesome, man. Thank you for telling that story. Yeah. I've I remember when the flu shot became came into vogue and they were pushing it, and it is a lot. It is that timeline. You are so right. I remember I was like I don't trust the flu shot, and then I cut the people you know the so-called healthcare workers some slack because nowadays they have to like you said they have to w take the flu shot. It's mandatory, and so I cut them some slack for taking them. I mean I'm not I'm not begrudging anybody the right to get a flu shot if they want them. 
But the point is, like, I don't believe in being forced to take a flu shot, and I'm not going to take them. You hear these horror stories of people having really bad reactions to them, in some cases even dying from them, I think I've heard about back then. Uh, regarding regarding uh, your, your comment, you mentioned that uh, the healthcare is, is infiltrated with uh, liberal, um, liberal educated uh, females, and it's so true. Yeah. If you, basically, <laughs> if you behave like a beta, if you say, oh, I feel bad for you, or you kind of show these emotions, then you're considered a hero. But if you just do what's right in front of you, and you speak up, you know, with common sense, then you're not a hero. They're, then they call you indifferent. You don't care. Yeah. Uh, basically, I did. I did. Tra- I did full time 2012, and then I did traveling from 2012 until like 2008, and I picked up a few assignments because I was I was cutting down on my hours less and less and less until I figured out, you know what? I can't be an alpha in a beta beta uh, encouraging environment because it's all about control and mandating things and saying you got to do this or else and if you don't if you don't uh clap as they speak then you considered uh then you you don't belong there basically you got to kind of kiss kiss her behind to to be approved you know what i'm saying yeah exactly you're right it is and you know what's funny is i appreciate the doctors who were like no nonsense and had that had that no excuses mentality and didn't necessarily feel sorry for you i liked those doctors back then Growing up, and the, and people and briefly, appreciate I'll just those. Sum it. Oh. No, no, go, go for oh, it. Briefly, I'll just I'll, I'll just sum sum up everything regarding the the, 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 the current medicine model or what's it called the Western medicine. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't they, they exclude the traditional the, the chiropractor which holistic approach they exclude that. Yeah. And if you if you kind of bring that up, it's completely disregarded and and just brushed under the rug. It basically, it's, it's almost unaccepted. That's why. I'm not practicing as a, I do still have the license, but I, I, I'm considering doing something else until maybe one, one day in the United States they will uh, embrace more of the alternative medicine, which incorporates holistic care, everything included, vitamins, vitamin D, which is the sun, yeah. exercise. They do mention it briefly, but that's not the, it's more, mostly managing symptoms. And nurses, just to sum up, nurses are not heroes, they're just, uh, they're just maintaining, uh, you know, they're maintenance workers. They're like ser- servants. And, yep. and they, some, in a sense, maybe even a puppet sometimes. If right. You, you know, do everything they say, then you're a hero. Yeah. Okay, just, that, that, that's it for today. That, I appreciate that, Igor. They're trained that way in schools. It's not even that they're infiltrating. They're just, we're raising up whole armies of people who are enemies of America because the schools are enemies of America. They're filled with... The scum of the earth people, generations running. Anyways, Igor, where are yeah, you from originally? Yeah. Uh, I'm originally, actually, I did work in New York, so I kind of been surrounded by liberals, and I do understand yeah. that they're brainwashed. It's not, they can't help themselves, as Jesse Owens. Uh, and I do have a biblical response, but I won't respond here because it's, it's, uh, it's more related to the other show. What, um, cu- what country are you from? Originally from Ukraine. Okay, nice. I nice to meet you, man. Same here. Nice to meet you. Uh, Thanks again. All right. Thank you. Those truck drivers, they're smart guys. A lot of truck drivers are faithful viewers and listeners and supporters of Jesse Lee Peterson and The Hake Report. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Let me get to Joe out of Phoenix, Arizona. 30 seconds, Joe. I'm sorry to give you such short time, but, you know, you know me. Go for it. No worries. Yeah, just a quick fact about the Civil War. It was all about slavery. 
if you look at the Confederate Constitution, it's basically the same as the U.S. one. The only major difference is that they included clauses to protect slavery with all current and future Confederate states and territories, period. Okay. And Lee was, was a piece of garbage. The guy, when they invaded northern states, it, he would take three black people and sell them back into slavery. Live with his own slaves. He'd break up families on purpose. So he's a terrible human being. He was. You said he broke up families on purpose. Yes. Okay. Look into it, guys. Fact check it yourselves. Don't take Joe's word for it, but that's what Joe says. Appreciate that, man. Good to hear from you. Take care. Bye. And continue to take care of yourself too, man. Appreciate we'll do. you. All right. Take care. Let me get to Greg out of Wilmington, Delaware, with 20 seconds to go. Greg, thanks for holding, man. Greg, where are you? I'm at the uh, Open Up Delaware Rally, Wilmington, Delaware. Right on. This is also the home of Colin Faraday, uh, murder capital of Delaware. Yet all the police are here, and none of them are actually catching the murders. But, of course, they have to go after us. (laughs) Yeah. What a shame. Greg, it's nice to hear from you, man. Take care and have fun and be safe. Thanks, James. All right. Take care. That's the home of Colin Flaherty, is what he said. Great man. He, he tracks black-on-white crime. All right, guys. Uh, Patrice O'Neill Groyper says, Democrats also started the first civil war. Interesting. Thank you, guys, to Fabrietz, um, Patrice O'Neill Groyper, Ludwig von, I forget what is, von Neon, Cion. Beard the Butcher, Gorgonzola, Marcus V, Noah's Arkansas, D-Wise, or Dwise. Take care, Business Bear. Thank you, guys, and congratulations to Winning Smile as well. And Goy1M Defender, Goyam Defender, <laughs> and Army Ann. You, well deserved. Um, you deserve more. And uh, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, Sunday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. I am live on Sundays on my channels here, 9 a.m. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific Daylight Time. Don't forget, The Fallen State should be coming out today in just a couple hours, hopefully. And hopefully even with a live chat. We'll see. All right? Cool. All right, guys. Take care.